Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I had an opportunity to speak with Shivam Vich. He's an independent Indian journalist based in New Delhi. He actually wrote an op-ed for Washington, uh, for the Washington Post in 2018, after Mr. Trudeau's much-criticized dress-up um, tour of India. And, and it was, why is India being really rude to Justin Trudeau? And it wasn't a, it wasn't a throwaway column. It was well done. Well done op-ed by Shivam Vij. He and I have sort of stayed in touch over the last number of years. So I had an opportunity to speak with him about how this is being perceived in India. Have a listen. Shivam, what's the continuing fallout and reaction by your national government to Mr. Trudeau's statement in Canada's parliament about a government of India involvement in the murder of a prominent member of Canada's Sikh community, Canadian citizen and supporter of the creation of an independent state of Khalistan, Hardeep Singh Nijar. What's your government's response today? Well, my government, uh, as has been reported everywhere, has firstly denied the allegation is absurd and motivated and simply not true. But over and above that, since then, my government has expressed concern about the safety of Indians in Canada, particularly Indian diplomats, and also concern, great concern, at the Canadian government's support to anti-India elements, uh, including violent elements in Canada. You wrote a Washington Post op-ed in 2018 following Mr. Trudeau's visit to India then, when he was ridiculed in Canada for wearing what India's media dubbed as his Bollywood outfits. And your op-ed was titled, Why India is Being Really Rude to Justin Trudeau. That was five years ago. From India's perspective, has there been a frosty relationship with Trudeau since before that 2018 trip when Prime Minister Modi pointedly did not meet Trudeau at the airport when Trudeau arrived in India and uh, extending to today. Has, has, that, has there been a frosty relationship between the two? Well, you know, firstly, it's not personal, and there's no reason why India wouldn't love to have great relations with Canada. Um, the problem is that the Trudeau government and his party uh, need the votes of some radical uh, Sikh uh, elements in Canada and for their domestic politics, this is at least the perception here, for their domestic politics, they pander to those elements and they ignore Indian security concerns, um, which raises a lot of red flags here about the Canadian government's intentions right, with regard to India. I must point out to you, however, that despite the frosty relations, India has been trying its best, and so has Canada, to uh, have to improve trade relations, to improve relations with regard to international affairs. Um, however, the Canadian government's complete refusal to help India contain uh, violent elements who target Indian Punjab has meant that relations are frosty. And uh, they've gone downhill. In a way, if you look back, you might think this was inevitable. So the view in India, certainly from the government, perhaps from uh, media as well, is that Mr. Trudeau is working domestic politics in this country to his advantage and to the disadvantage of the relationship between Canada and India. 100%. Uh, that is the view. And, you know, 
as everybody knows, Indian politics is also pretty divisive. And Mr. Modi leads the Hindu Nationalist Party. Um, Indian politics is also messy, you know, so is Canadian politics, so is all politics. However, on the issue of Punjab and Khalistan, it's a, there's a bipartisan consensus. If you look at the what the opposition party in India has said, they're supporting the Indian government on everything in this matter. Because the Khalistan terrorism, uh, what happened in the 80s, we lost a prime minister to it. All of those are live memories for us. We don't want it back. And the Canadian government is completely insensitive to Indian concerns. These are concerns shared by Indians across the political divide. Um, if Mr. Modi was not in power, the BJP was not in power, and Congress was in power, things wouldn't be very different. It would still be a matter of great concern. Uh, maybe the diplomatic handling would be slightly different this way or that way, but uh, there's a bipartisan consensus that it is Mr. Trudeau's domestic political compulsions that are causing trouble in Indian Punjab. So the question becomes, how do the relations between India and Canada recover from this situation? If Mr. Trudeau is being, and I was going to use the same word you did, insensitive to India's uh, needs and expectations of a relationship with this country, how do we, how do the two countries get beyond this, Shivam? Well, I think... It's not very difficult. You know, the diplomats on both sides can sit down on the table and um, discuss the red lines for each other and say this is not acceptable. When, for example, in Indian Punjab, there's a, there's a killing and there's someone sitting in Canada who writes on Facebook that I take responsibility for this killing and the Canadian government refuses to cooperate with India about uh, extraditing the person. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, how do you expect relations to be great? And this has been happening, right? There are there, there are these killings and gang warfare and extremist elements and separatist elements uh, who openly sort of cause trouble in India, who openly try to incite the Sikh community to uh, sort of rebel against the Indian government and the Indian state. And that is a matter of Indian sovereignty, Indian security interests. So I don't see, and if today the Canadian government says, we have these concerns. Today the Canadian government says, you have caused a killing here. So I think like adults, the two can sit down on the table and talk it out. And perhaps that is what will happen in, in, in the months to follow when sort of the flat tempers cool down. However, I think another way things can change is if the government in Canada changes, because um, if it is true that Mr. Trudeau's domestic political compulsions do not allow him to be considered to Indian concerns, then I guess we'll have to wait for political change in Canada. Mm -hmm. Certainly, he's not doing well in national polling. His polling numbers have been declining sharply for months now. One question about the G20, which was held in Delhi just a few days ago. The word is that Mr. Trudeau was largely, if not ignored, certainly passed over by other national leaders. And uh, perhaps that affected him as well. Is it true? Was he treated less than warmly by the other leaders of the G20? Well, I don't know about other leaders, but uh, you could say that the Indian response was less than warm. And that is because of uh, how relations have been frosty. But, but despite that, the Indian Prime Minister met Trudeau one-to-one. -one, you know, he, he could have declined a meeting. 
So India was willing to sort of talk things through, but it seems that Mr. Trudeau, for whatever reasons, uh, maybe because he's felt stumped by India in the past, um, maybe for his domestic political reasons, as you say, his ratings are falling. That's something that we are all aware of. The Indian media is writing about it. We can Google and see what's happening in Canada, right? Just like you can Google and see what's happening in India. Mm-hmm. So we know that his ratings are falling. And the way, it's not just that he's raised this concern about this assassination, which is blamed on India. The way he has done it, the way he's spoken in parliament and he's going around sort of making an international issue out of it, it again seems aimed at his domestic consequence. It again seems like a domestic political posturing. Uh, and, you know, it perfectly suits us fine because in India, the man on the street is saying, okay, maybe, maybe, let's say, if India did cause this assassination, hey, that's a great thing to do because those guys are trying to bring down the Indian government, uh, the Indian state. Those guys are trying to cause... Uh, a rekindling of violence in Indian Punjab, and nobody wants that. So um, I think in, in, in G20, and then the Canadian airplane wasn't working, the Indian government offered a plane, which it did not take. All of it in, at one level seems rather childish. But at another level, I think the G20 summit was an opportunity. Uh, certainly there are people in India who think that the Indian government should have done a better job of uh, you know, mending fences with Prime Minister Trudeau and making sure that things do not escalate however they have escalated and this is where we are. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.